Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Well, Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer in South Florida. Come on out. And be with us this Sunday as we celebrate Jesus and every Sunday as we exalt the living God. I'm the founder of the Ignite Apostolic Prophetic Network and the author of our devotional from which we have read every morning for over five years. Mornings with the Holy Spirit listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devo- devotion entitled, Let Go of Frustration. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Getting frustrated takes you nowhere fast except into anxiety, anger, and all manner of ungodly reactions. When you sense that you're getting frustrated, you have you have stopped receiving my grace. Don't move ahead of me. And don't question my ability. Take a deep breath and know that I am going to work it out. Whether it's a difficult assignment, an annoying person, or some pain in your body. Let go of the frustration and receive my grace to empower you to move towards your goal. I believe in you, says God. And what frustrates you doesn't frustrate me. Let my peace overcome you now. Hallelujah. God is good. Scripture references for today, Isaiah 41, verse 10, John 16, verse 33, and Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And the prayer starter from the devotional, Holy Spirit, I need your grace. You are the spirit of grace. Help me reject the emotion of frustration that causes me to move in the flesh and prevents me from hearing you clearly and receiving your help. Teach me how to walk in your peace in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. God is good. We give you praise, God. We give you honor. We exalt you, the one true living God. There is no other God like you, no one who compares, no one who can stand in your presence and say, I am better, I am stronger. You are the better one, the greater one, the stronger one. You are God Almighty. You are Almighty. You are almighty. Your spirit of might is available to us. The power that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of us. God, we lift up the name of Jesus, the name above every other name, the ultimate intercessor, the one who died on a cross for us, bridging the gap between our sin and your forgiveness, making a way where there didn't seem to be any way. Jesus Christ, the promised Messiah, the great intercessor, the great 
I am the great and mighty one the faithful witness we exalt you <clears throat> we exalt you God we exalt you we exalt you Jesus we bow a knee to you in this moment we bow any somebody just needs to get on their knees somebody just as a prophetic act as a sign as a symbol of adoration needs to bow down for just a moment on your knees as we worship the Lord Jesus Christ we exalt you Lord there's nobody like you you came and found us in dire straits you came and found us wallowing in our own sin you came and you drew us to yourself by your Holy Spirit so that we could live with you forever in eternity no more tears no more pain no more sin you created for us a way because you're a creator God and we bow a knee to you today not just with the words of our mouth but we bow our knee to you we bow our hearts to you we bow our will to you God we say you are the king of kings we are your kings in the earth your ambassadors in this world the ministers of reconciliation you have anointed us to be all that and more you've called us enforcers God we thank you today that your will is perfect your will <laughs> is magnificent it's good it's acceptable it is it is to be desired it is not to be feared God help us today to stop fearing your will to stop being afraid to step out into the deep end to not uh, uh, restrict and restrain ourselves because we're not willing to fully surrender to, to, to question your direction because it doesn't make sense to our mind God help us today to fully surrender to your will like Peter when it fished all night long and he had caught nothing and here comes Jesus with a strategy and it did didn't make any sense to Peter's mind they've been fishing all night they had caught nothing they were tired they needed to mend their nets and here comes Jesus the carpenter <laughs> one who wasn't known to be a fisherman here comes this man walking along the path and says throw your net on the other side can you imagine this made no sense to Peter <laughs> this guy wasn't a fisherman what did he know but he recognized him as a wise man as something greater as something more as carrying something he said I'll do it I'll throw my net on the other side and he caught the biggest fish load they had ever seen Peter had to call all of his partners John and James to come and help him pull in the hall God help us today to get out of our minds and to get in your heart help us Lord today to stop reasoning through the strategies that you give us for victory and for increase help us Lord to stop being so afraid to take a leap of faith in the world they call it risk in the kingdom we call it faith help us Lord not to reserve ourselves to try to preserve ourselves when you're trying to increase us and launch us out to another level but it doesn't make sense to our mind why would you leave a six-figure job to go into full-time ministry why would you lay down and give away this vehicle that you worked so hard to attain to somebody who doesn't have a car why would you do these things make no sense to the natural mind but God uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise the wisdom of this age is nothing compared to the wisdom of our Almighty God would you help us today Lord to stop being afraid to follow you to stop being afraid to accept your perfect will because we might endure persecution we might have tribulation we might have trials we might be falsely accused <laughs> 
You're going to have trials. I'm going to have trials no matter whether we follow God or not in this world. You will have tribulation, said Jesus. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Where are the overcomers today? I'm crying out and calling and rallying together the overcomers. Those who will overcome their flesh to pursue the will of God. Those who will overcome their fear to pursue and enter in the will of God. Those who will overcome the mocking voices and the persecution and the naysayers and the ones who tell you that you can't and you shouldn't and you won't and you never will and how dare you think you should try we we thank you Lord today that you have put in us an overcoming spirit and we determine in our hearts today to stand in that place where we see things through the eyes of an overcomer no longer will we see ourselves as grasshoppers in the shadow of of giants who are occupying our promised land. No longer will we see ourselves as unable, less able, disabled, but we are able. Just like Joshua and Caleb said, we are able. We are well able. They weren't just able. They were well able. They weren't just willing. They were ready and well able. And they entered into the promised land, led a generation of those who would believe, those who would dare to believe a God who always gives us hope even in the midst of the darkness. God, would you help us today to surrender our will fully to yours, to stop holding back because in holding back, we're only holding back our blessing. We think we're holding back in preservation of what we have. We think we're holding back to, to keep ourselves safe somehow. But when we're holding back from you, we're holding back what you're working to give us. God, would you help us to break this cycle of fear? Would you help us, Lord, to stop and reassess where we are? So that we can see where we've missed the mark. So that we can see where we've missed your still small voice. So that we can see where we neglected to listen, hear, obey, and act in faith upon your word. Help us today, God, because we want to go in and take back what the enemy stole. We want to go in and make up for lost time. We want to go in and redeem the time because the days are evil. We want to make the devil pay for his foolery, his tomfoolery, his tricksters, these demon powers that whisper to us and try to convince us to do something other than what God said or to compromise and do part of what God said, but not the rest. Help us, Lord, to stop compromising on your word. Help us, Lord, to stop compromising in our life, that spirit of compromise, nagging us to, to go just a little less than the distance. That spirit of compromise, nagging us, convincing us, seducing us <laughs> to stop short or to do it another way than the way God said. But the ends doesn't always justify the means. We want to do it your way, God. We don't want to elevate ourselves in our way. We want you to elevate us in the right timing. We don't, we want to walk in humility so that you can exalt us. We don't want to exalt ourselves. We don't want to, to, to manipulate things and people and situations and truths and, and it's, we, we want to do it your way, God. Help us, Lord, to stop compromising. So we have two groups here. Those who are afraid of God's will and those who want God's will but are willing to compromise to get it. Ah, God forbid. Those who are afraid of God's will, we dealt with that. And then there's those who want God's will so bad. God has spoken to them. God has said, I will make you father of many nations. 
But then someone who's aligned with you wants to compromise and manipulate the situation to get you what you want. Or maybe it's you. Sarai decided, well, go have a, a child, an heir with my maidservant. Look where that, look where that got us. Abraham, Abram compromised. It was God's will. But he compromised with Sarai who got impatient and waiting and it caused strife and grief. God has a great plan for you, beloved, but you have to do it. I have to do it. We have to do it his way in his timing with his wisdom, his armor, his guidance. We have to do it his way. Somebody say, I have to do it his way, his way, hashtag his way. It's got to be his way. We can't let fear stop us and we can't let compromise pervert the mission. Yes, that's what I said. Pervert the mission, twist it convolute it and we get something less than God's perfect will when we try to manipulate things people places situations truths timing when we try to manipulate in order to get God's will we get something less than God's best and it usually comes with grief sometimes torment God help us today to stop being afraid and help us today to stop pushing past your grace and into compromise would you help us today God to do it your way huh, I don't even know how I got here to this point in this call I don't even know how we got here I haven't even heard a word I've said the Holy Spirit is praying through me listen I'll say this to you God has such a beautiful plan for your life yielding to him and surrendering it back to him putting it on the altar sometimes is the best way to see it come to pass sometimes you want something so bad that you're willing to do almost anything to get it and that's good if it's submitted to God but it's not good if it's coming through flesh or soul we have to do it his way hashtag his way we have to do it his way when we don't do it his way we aren't likely to be able to hold on to it even when we get it whatever you do to get somewhere you're gonna have to keep doing to get to stay there that's why I like to pray my way through <laughs> that's why I like to study my way through that's why I like to work my way through by God's grace because I don't want to get somewhere and feel the sweet victory of success and overcoming and conquering only to get knocked down low because I did it the wrong way and the enemy had an open door to come and steal what I just worked so hard to attain manipulated that's why I don't do that you see people do this all the time sometimes it's under the guise of networking there's nothing wrong with networking as long as you're sincerely trying to build relationships where networking has gone wrong is this whole issue of I don't really care about you I just want you to do something for me so here's my business card or how about this I scratch your back you scratch mine these 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 transactional relationships that have no depth and this is where betrayals many times emerge from because they didn't have your back anyway they were just looking to use you as a stepping stone and as soon as you won't acquiesce here comes the knife right in the back father help us today to do it your way help us today to follow your spirit we want the promotion we want the increase we want the fullness of joy we want everything you promise us in your word God but we have to walk through times where it seems shaky it seems fearful in order to get there because it's unfamiliar and it's uncomfortable to follow you sometimes you said pick up your cross and follow me and we know God when you carried the cross Jesus when you carried the cross to Calvary it was heavy it was a burden you struggled someone else had to help you and as Christians we're to bear one another's burdens but God help us Lord to be willing to carry the cross even when it feels like it's crushing us even when it come on these are mature prayers today these aren't petty cake baby prayers 
Help us, Lord, today to be willing to carry the cross even when it feels like we're going to buckle under its weight. Help us, Lord, to be willing to pick up our cross and follow you even when we've got blisters and splinters in our hands. Help us, Lord, to pick up the cross and follow you even when we have to drag it behind us. Help us, Lord, to do it your way. And your commandments are not burdensome. And you give us grace to carry the cross. Sometimes the enemy barrels down with pressure on our soul, even on our bodies, and says, you need a break. Lay down that cross. Put down that work. Don't go to church this weekend. Don't tithe. Don't give offerings. Because sometimes your cross is a financial burden, and sometimes your cross is a relational burden. You got offended in the church, so now you're not going to go because you're going to show them. No, beloved, pick up your cross. Be like Jesus. He could have been offended. He was accused of all kinds of things. Come on. He was betrayed. He was spit on. He was beat. Hmm. His family called him crazy. He could have got offended and said, you know what, Father? Never mind these people. Huh. Never mind these heathen Gentiles and these Jews and these, these Roman centurions who want. No, never mind them. Never mind them. Never mind them. I'm coming back up to the throne. Forget it. How dare that my family call me crazy. Spit in my face, flog me, uh-uh, never mind you. I'm going back up, I'm going back up with my daddy. I'm going back up, I'm going to sit right there at the right hand of the Father, and y'all can burn. Now, aren't you glad Jesus didn't get offended at the abuse that he took? He was betrayed, he was stolen from, he was lied to. Go to church, grow up. Y'all don't like me today. I don't know what's gotten into me. Must be the Holy Ghost. Help us, Lord, to stop being offended. Help us, Lord, to stop being afraid. Help us, Lord, to stop being compromisers. And help us, Lord, to rise up as enforcers who enforce your will in the earth as far as as much as it depends on us. I'm calling today for the rise of the enforcers. I need the enforcers to rise up. What does that mean? The enforcers. We are here in the earth to enforce God's will. Well, God already did everything he's going to be doing about the enemy. Yeah, he already did everything he's going to do about the enemy. He's called us to enforce his will. Jesus taught his disciples to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But God has chosen not to do much of anything except through the praying person. And if you don't believe that prayers work, consider when the Nazis were invading Great Britain, and they had hundreds of planes, and the Royal Air Force only had, I want to say like 25 planes, and the Nazis had hundreds and those brave Royal Air Force commanders went out to face the Nazis. It was sure death. Can you imagine? They must have been afraid. They must have been afraid of God's will. It was God's will for them to go forward and fight for the sovereignty of their nation. Can you imagine what the world would look like today if Great Britain was Nazi? It was God's will. Hear me. It was God's will for those 26 to go up against those hundreds, couple hundred. There's no way it was a suicide mission, but it was God's will. There's some things in your life that may look like a suicide mission, but it might be God's will. Now, don't be fooled. Sanctify yourself. Consecrate yourself. Hear the word of the Lord. But these 26 went up against these 200. And on the radar screen, the, the, the ones who were watching on the radar screen, all of a sudden, they saw all of the Nazi uh, airplanes retreating and flying back. And nobody understood why, but they captured one of them. Huh. And they said, what is it? What happened? He said, there were, there were hundreds. Where did you get all these hundreds of planes? Royal Air Force, where did you get all these hundreds of planes? We were outnumbered. They weren't outnumbered. It was a mirage. God caused them to see something that wasn't there. 
to preserve and protect the sovereignty of a nation that was doing more to evangelize the world at that time than any other nation. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And then one of the prisoners said this. Listen, one of the prisoners says this. One of the Nazis said this. Every day at 9 o'clock, it's like we can't advance against you. Every day something happened at 9 o'clock. And we didn't know what it was, but it was like all hell broke loose against us every day at 9 o'clock. You know what it was? It was the national moment of prayer. And every day, all the British Isles in the Commonwealth at that time went into prayer. And it crushed the plans of the enemy. I'm looking for some enforcers. I'm looking for people who understand the power of prayer. I am looking for a few good men and women who will rise up and enforce God's will on the earth, who will understand that your prayer is actually powerful, that the law of prayer supersedes every other law in the kingdom because it invites God, the sovereign God, to enter into a circumstance, in a situation, to intervene and to bring his will to pass through the praying saints, through the enforcers. So, Father, today, help us, Lord, not to be ignorant of the power of prayer. Help us, Lord, to stop going first to the phone to complain and go to the throne to seek your will and to pray without ceasing. God, give us a greater revelation in this hour of our ability to enforce your will for your glory. We can enforce your will in our lives. God, give us the unction. Give us the gumption. Give us the wherewithal. Give us the fight. Oh, some of you in this season, you've lost your fight. I know what that's like. It's happened to me. Yes, really. I believe it. I've, I've lost my fight before. Or it was just barreling down, everything barreling down, everything barreling down. And it's like you've been beat down so far, you just don't even feel like fighting anymore. I've been there where I lost my fight, but I've also stood and got it back. And we have to enforce God's will in our lives. We have to enforce God's will in our families. We have to enforce God's will in our finances. We have to enforce God's will in our relationships. We have to enforce God's will in our bodies. We are the enforcers. Hashtag enforcers. We have to enforce it. God already did the work. Jesus already paid the price. The Holy Spirit has come to live on the inside of us to help us, to strengthen us, to lead us, to guide us, to show us things to come so that we're not blindsided. And some of this stuff, beloved, quite frankly, you're not, you know, when you're sick in your body, you know you're sick in your body. Enforce God's will. How do I do that? You proclaim scripture. You proclaim the healing promises. The power of proclamation. Take the scriptures and put it into first person and proclaim it over your life. Father, we're not going to be afraid of your will anymore. We're not going to compromise anymore. We're not going to stop short anymore. We repent for having done these things and we ask you to forgive us and strengthen us that we might not make these same mistakes again because you're calling for the enforcers. The enforcers are rising up and there's a generation that is deciding in this moment around the world in different parts of the, of the, of the earth that the power of prayer is greater than the power of the enemy. Father, we repent for all the times where we felt like the power of talking, the power of complaining, would somehow combat the lies of the enemy. The power of offense would somehow seclude us from more attacks. Come on. We've given power to so many other things. What if we sold out to the power of prayer? What if we bought into the power of prayer? What, what, what if, what if, what if we relied on the power of prayer, which invites God to intervene in all of our circumstances? Are we not desperate enough? Are we not mad enough? Are we not hurt enough? What is it going to take for us, God, to rise up and enforce your will? What's it going to take? 
Father, break the deception off our mind where, we're, where we think, well, we'll uh, we've done everything else we can do, so now we're going to pray. Uh-uh. Help us, Lord, to turn to prayer as a first resort. Help us, Lord, to release little micro mini prayers all day long in response to every wrong thing we see manifesting around us. Help us, Lord, to turn to prayer in this season like we've never turned to prayer before at a level at which we've never walked in a spirit of prayer before. <laughs> Help us, Lord, to understand that the power of the words we release when we pray release the power of life into our circumstances. Your words are spirit and they are life. And when we pray your word, we are praying life. We are releasing your life into our circumstances, your will into our circumstances. When we complain, we're releasing the power of death. If Jesus' words were spirits, our words are spirits. Because as he was in this earth, so are we, the word says. Our words set off a spiritual chain reaction. <laughs> Our words set off a spiritual chain reaction. It yields the fruit of life or death. One or the other, black or white, right or wrong, life or death. You choose, you decide. We get to make those decisions. The enemy cannot decide for us what we release out of our mouths. He doesn't get to choose that. All he can do is give you vain imaginations and put pressure on your tongue and create circumstances that frustrate you until you agree with him and give him the right to attack you further. Father, we choose to agree with you today. We choose to agree with your word today. We choose to align with you today. For you are good and your mercies endure forever. And we repent for the wrong words of our mouth. And for not enforcing your will in our life when you've given us your word, which is your will. And all those things that don't line up with your word, which is your will. We've just allowed the enemy to come in. Some of you have deadbolts and security systems on your house. You need to, you need to you know, forgive me for being so blunt, but you need to get a, you need to get a, a deadbolt and put it over your mouth for a little while. How many of you actually went on that word fast? Oh, I'm telling you, you can turn this thing around. You can turn it around with your words. Maybe your words have gotten the best of you. Maybe you've been angry and frustrated and released all kinds of curses and negative uh, negative uh, words over your life. Maybe you released the Guess what? You can stop it now. The good news is you can draw a bloodline now. The good news is you can shift it all now. The good news is you can change your mind now. You can change your words now. It's never too late. Today is a new day. His his mercies are new every day. So why not start now? Why not begin praying about every little thing that bothers you now? Why not to begin to speak to the Lord in thanksgiving now? Come on, we're going to do it together. We're coming up higher. We're going to get this right. We'll never be perfect at it, but we can do better. We can do better and we're going to do better. And we're going to have a better life. We're going to see more breakthrough. We have to enforce God's will in our life. And we do that with primarily with our words. Yes, actions are involved. But primarily it's with our words. We're in a kingdom of words and power. And words are power. So thank you, Lord, today that you help us to watch our words, to enforce your will. The enforcers are arising in Jesus' name. We give you praise and honor and glory for what you're doing, for what you're going to do. We thank you, Lord, that it's never too late to start over. There is therefore now no condemnation of those who are in Christ Jesus who walk according to the Spirit and not according to the flesh. We choose to walk with your Spirit, God, to crucify our flesh, to pick up our cross, and not complain about it. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name.
Amen and amen. Isn't God good? God is good all the time. Listen, if you want to sow into this broadcast today, we sure do appreciate it. I appreciate it. I can't do and hire and go and spend on airplane tickets and all the things that I need to do to accomplish the will of God for my life without your generous contributions. So I'm asking you today to sow if you can. Not everybody can sow every day, but some of you can sow some days. And together we can help a generation break free, find deliverance, find the Lord, get equipped, and we can see more enforcers rise for his glory in the nations of the earth in Jesus' name. Amen. We can do it. If you want to sow today, would you, uh, would you, uh, would you, would you consider doing that prayerfully? I'm going to pray for you. You can, um, you can, uh, you can sow at, uh, jenniferleclair.org slash give. jenniferleclair.org slash give. jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can become a partner there or you can sow a one-time seed there at jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can use the cash app, dollar sign Jennifer Leclair. Cash app is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the Venmo at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 333. Zero three P.O. Box three zero five six three Fort Lauderdale, Florida three 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 zero three, and you can find all of this information at Jennifer Leclaire at uh, jenniferleclair.org slash give. God is good. Amen. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to sow into your kingdom, to rise up as enforcers. To, Lord, give us the grace as we sow today to watch our words, to refuse compromise, to reject fear. And to surrender to your will at another level. Give us the grace because apart from your grace, apart from you, we can't do a thing. But with you, we can do all things. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to sow today. ask you, Lord, to bring a harvest on the seed. Multiply it back to the giver for your glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I lift up all those who are Awakening House of Prayer leaders around the world, Awakening Blaze members, leaders, Awakening House Church leaders, my Ignite Network members, all those aligned with me, my company of Sears, all of my students in School of the Spirit, everybody who's connected with me, my staff, my volunteers, my intercessors. I say, Lord, bless them indeed. Enlarge their territory. Let your hand of power rest upon them and keep them from evil in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.